Welcome to Into the Yes. I'm Marissa Fay, a functional nutritionist and holistic wellness practitioner. And I'm Jen Nickel, a movement witch and intuitive Reiki master. You are in the right place if you're ready to question society's wellness standards and prepared to be inspired to make changes that are right for you. Join us as we get into the yes. Let's go. Welcome back to Into the Yes. I am Marissa Fay. I am a holistic hormone and gut health expert for women. I am joined by my lovely friend and fellow anxious person this week, Jen Nickel. <laughs> Hi. Hello, everyone. I am a movement specialist, exercise fitness person. Love it. Yeah. yeah. And to, just to shout out Jen, she just had a session with my mom this week and my mom was like, rave reviews. Jen is so amazing. And I was <laughs> like, I know, no kidding. So um, I think it's cool that you offer that like one-on-one support that people can do from home. Yeah. I mean, it gets, it allows for that personalized uh, plan or program that you might be looking for. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And she's so today, lovely, by the way. I'll rave about her as well. <laughs> she will love that. I will tell her, listen to this episode. Jen raved about you. <laughs> yeah, because she's she's committed and she's doing it and she's showing up with an open mind. And that's what the first, that's what it takes. The first step, you know? Totally. And I think there's an energy when somebody like genuinely wants to accept guidance. There is, there is. Yeah. It's then, then it's like, they're there for themselves. They're there to get out of what they can. It's takes it's their own power that they're there with. And it's not for us as a practitioner to be giving them something. They're like, okay, show me, teach me. And that's what I'll do. So there's just a nice energy to that. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of energy. Yeah. You and I have both commiserated recently about our energy this last week, which if I were to give it one word, I would say was anxious anxious, like panicked. (laughs) Yeah. AF, like really for two people who really try not to be that anxious or panicked. You know, I try to keep it at bay with all the different tools and techniques that are in place, but I guess, you know, sometimes we don't have the power over that and it just rears up, which I mean, I think there's a lot of different factors, but you're not the last or the first person that I've heard this from about this period of time. So there was something in the planets and, you know, Venus was in in retrograde and there was something that happened toward the end of last week um, that I don't remember. Astrologers would know, but and it had to do with Venus, a Venus Mars Kazemi or something like that. I'm just throwing words out that I've heard, but I can't tell you what those mean. And, um, you know, they're kind of talked about like, it's this dreamy, nice, vibrant energy. And everyone I've spoken with was like, what? No, it wasn't. It was the opposite. It was hard energy to be in. So I have some theories about that, but go ahead. Literally same. And so that was one of my things too, because, you know, I'm a, I'm a casual peruser of astrology things. And, you know, I have the Chani app and I listen to, you know, what this week is supposed to be and nothing prepared me for this. Everything was saying, this is going to be a nice, fun energy. The weekend's going to be great. All these lovely things are going to happen. And then Friday hit last Friday hit. And I literally felt like I was underwater. Yeah. 
Well, you know, one of the one of the astrologers that I found, I remember talking about like there was something with Chiron, the wounded healer. Um Ooh. something going on with that alongside what was going on. And like whenever you hear Mars, Mars is like this big bold kind of masculine energy of take action and charge. And so if systems are not working, then there would be like a breakdown in it. And I think that's what I was experiencing is that. And then this wounded healer thing, it's like, where are your wounds? And they have to surface for you to heal them. And so maybe the retrograde of Venus, when we think of retrogrades, again, I'm not speaking as an astrologer, but what I've learned from it, it's always like you revisit things that haven't fully come to completion or learn the lesson on or healed from it's like relook at that revisit it replan your steps of action or what you're going to do it's like all that re um and venus has energy that has to do with self-care our own how we view ourselves as far aesthetically but also finances and money it's like the abundance that we feel in life. And it was a lot of my stuff came up around money. Yeah. I mean, I feel like my stuff came up around all the things you just said. Like yeah. it feels so true. Like, yeah, business stuff, money stuff, personal yes. stuff, like old wounds and things that I thought were like, oh, we're in a good spot. No false. Right. Um, and so it was just, just when you think you've healed something and you're like, wait, I forgave myself for that years ago. I was supposed to move on with angel wings from it in a cloud of light. Why am I in a pit of despair now? Yeah, totally. And what's really interesting is myself and a number of clients reached out and were like, I am not sleeping. Yeah. I am not sleeping. And I was like, you know what? Yes, there are levers and we have tools here. But frankly, on occasion, something is going on energetically. We're like, yeah, we're just not going to sleep. Like I just, I, like right. I can give people all the tools and tricks and supplements. And it could even be people have really worked on how to do this better, like myself. And it, none of it makes much of a dent. Yeah. Right. And it's so strange, right? When that's going on, you do all the things that you know, help and they, and they don't seem to help. And you're like, okay, there's other things affecting this. Yeah. Yeah. And sleep, my sleep was highly, very much affected, which snowballs you into more of the state that you're in. So what were you feeling during this time where we said the word anxious, you know, how do you describe feeling anxious? Like, how does that land for you, you and your body? Yeah. I mean, for me, it's kind of like just everything feels like like fluttery, you know, like nothing feels grounded or stable. Everything feels like short fuse, but I don't mean fuse in like an anger thing. It's kind of like, I can feel my stress hormones and like, Mm -hmm. you know, it, it's almost like when I think about my stress hormones and my stress resilience, I kind of think of it like a battery almost. And it's like the higher the battery is, the more resilient I am to stress and like little things that could be deemed stressful. It's my battery's high. So it just takes a little and I'm good. You know what I mean? But Mm -hmm. what it felt like was like my battery was really low. And so every time something remotely stressful happened, my battery was gone. 
like there was nothing in it, you know? And I just felt like I was constantly trying to recharge the battery, but it's like, it was such a snowball effect that I felt like even the things that are my tried and true recharge the battery really weren't working that well. I wasn't able to like fill the charge as much as I normally could. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I had a similar thing where I couldn't, the practices that I have, they would help momentarily, but it wasn't lasting. It would come back. It would cycle back. And, um, the sensation that I have in my body and it's like, is it the chicken or the egg? Like, I feel like there's a body sensation and let's, I mean, emotions live in our body and then there's a physical response to them. So is it like you have, you can have a thought and then you have the physical response in your body or does your body have the physical sensation and then your mind follows that like, oh, what's wrong? What's going on? Oh my God. What is this? What is that? And for me, this felt like body first, mind second, but it sent my mind into a place where then they fed each other back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Like, yeah you know, like spiraling thoughts of like, oh my God. And it, a lot of it was around self-worth. Um, you know, like, who am I? What, like, I haven't amounted to things. I've messed this all up. Like things like that going over and over again. And um, for me, it's like rapid heartbeat, upset stomach, like that fluttery feeling, but it's more like jagged, flutters, not like a gentle, excited, happy butterfly, more like a dragon with spikes and fire. <laughs> like, <laughs> Totally. I was Which really fits. It fits because honestly, this last like week or two, my boyfriend and I have been watching the Lord of the Rings movies over uh -huh. again. And I'm like, this is not helping. This right. is not helping me. No. Well, and I was picturing, I'm like, how would I describe this feeling? Because, okay, so one tool that has helped me in the past that it does help in the moment that I do is I try to ride the feeling instead of try to like distract myself out of it right away. Right. So like going into the body and this is kind of a somatic practice going into the body to describe the sensation that I'm feeling and some, and, and it's bringing your mind and your body together that can kind of help pull you out of that. It would help kind of kind of um, like soften the edges of the, of the dragon, but it wouldn't necessarily completely make it go away because I was just in that state. But I know that this is a practice that can be very helpful. Um, so as I was doing that, I was picturing um, Game of Thrones, like what's her, what's her name? The Queen of Dragons. Khaleesi. Yeah, yes. Khaleesi uh, just flying and fighting when the dragons are fighting. I'm like, that's what's going on inside me right now. And like, it's doom below. Like there's, it's, it's just like, this is at the end, this is doom. It's all falling apart. And that's how it was feeling internally. Hey, but then part of it too, for me, and I wonder if for you, part of it too, felt like almost like uh, a low so that then there can be a plan to get out of it. That's going to be like a long-term strategy or solution. Well, it did bring me into that. You know, it's like when we hit this moment, we want out. I mean, it's a fight or flight response, right? So like the body is having a fight or flight response. Like the state that I was in, it was almost like I couldn't hear. I couldn't, 
I was like tunnel vision almost. And it was hard for me to even eat. You know, the body is so upset. That's it shuts down rest and digest so that you could be hyper-focused on survival. And I think that's when sometimes solutions pop up. You're like, okay, this is what I need to do to fix this. Yeah, absolutely. And the touching on the rest and digest, by the way, y'all, that is very real and true and really pay attention to that because when you are in times of stress, by the way, it it does not mean you do not need nutrients. You often need more nutrients, but it does mean that you're unlikely to be able to have, I think of it like strong digestive fire. So that means things that are easier to digest are really important. So it's not a time to eat like a salad and all these raw vegetables, right? Or it's a giant a time steak. For like soup. Yeah. Right. It's a time for like soup and smoothies and maybe like some fish and roasted veggies. It's a time for things that are going to be easier for you to digest. And if you can bypass chewing a little, like with pureed soups or smoothies, that can be really beneficial if you're like really in the throes of it, because you're really unlikely to chew enough. Right. Cause you're like, Oh, oh, gotta eat. Oh my God. Right. Right. You're just like, I just gotta do this thing. I gotta do the, you know, like it's too chaotic and your body really feels it. Um, and it was interesting what you said, you felt like body started it and mind followed, right? It did feel like that. I mean, it's hard to pinpoint because they happen at such a microscopic moment in time, right? This quick, you know, but that's, that's what I feel like was going on. Yeah. I feel like mind started and body followed for me. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like possible. There was like, there could be one event that kind of triggers the mind, but the body instantly reacts. And then you're yes. Yeah. Yes. That sounds familiar. (laughs) Yeah. Um, you know, I just want to add this in, right. So like, I'm, I think that throughout my life, I've been like less of an anxious person. Like I've had moments where this would come in like this. And I remember it happening, like when I was in puberty, when I first became a mom, Um, So when I think about it, it's all during and like, as I was a teen and experiencing new things and then feeling panicked around them, um, there's a hormonal piece to this. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Because now I'm in menopause and everything has changed. And, you know, since going through perimenopause into menopause, I get into a more anxious state a lot easier now. I have to be a lot more conscious about how I care for my body, the things that I watch, the things that I read, the things I, um, you know, take part in the activities that I do are all kind of like sip the broth, keep it gentle. Like, I feel like I have to do more of that just at this stage in life now anyway. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, what's interesting about that for me is that one of the things that that coincided with all this is my period was delayed um, Mm. and like unexpectedly so. And I really felt like my hormones were out of whack and that was ended up being a part of this too. Like literally my cycling hormones, I'm still in my cycling years. So there, there's definitely by a component here with what goes on with estrogen and progesterone, especially, although there are other hormones too, but really, you know, estrogen kind of makes us, um, if I see like a flower is really the best way I have to describe it, but estrogen's kind of like, you're bubbly, you're friendly, you're, you know, like social, right? Like that's kind of estrogen helps us do that. And progesterone helps us chill, right? It's a very like, it helps us chill. 
So a lot of times when women are dealing with imbalances in estrogen and progesterone, something is compromised with your ability to navigate, I think, more stressful events, more anxious, provoking type events or thoughts or things that could happen. Mm -hmm. Right. And so like there's a chemical component to it, like there is in everything that happens with our physiology. Everything. Yes. And that's where, you know, I've always been frustrated with how mental health care professionals focus on anxiety and um, kind of normalize it as just a mental issue because it is very much physical. It is very physical. And I would even say, you know, clinically, I don't know of anybody I've worked with who was anxious where it was just mental. Like there is almost always something physically and really like physiologically, right. Going on where you're not getting enough of a certain nutrient or you're not getting enough fit fuel or your hormones are imbalanced or there's something in your gut. There's an organism that's provoking it, but like, there's always something going on physically as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it makes perfect sense. So, all right. So we felt super anxious. What were your chips and what did you do to care for yourself during that this time when it was going on? So I changed my bare minimum requirements for taking care of myself because I needed to do less, not more. So I actually cut back on the gym. Mm-hmm. Um, I focused just on walking um, and said, if I can get some strength in two days this week, great. I'm accepting that as good. So I really focused on walking because that helps me a lot. Mm -hmm. and I focused on easy meals. Like I did not want to be in the kitchen a bunch. I wanted just easy. I wanted to hit just like make it easy, Mm -hmm. the easy button. So I did easy meals. I actually ate a little bit more. So not like over ate, but I just ate a little bit more. I had, you know, more robust meals or snacks because I felt like my body just needed more nutrients, period. Um, And I tried my darndest with sleep is what I'll say. Uh, It didn't quite start paying off until like a night or two ago, but I really, really tried to be consistent with my sleep and consistent. Sometimes when I really, really can't sleep, listening to like one of those, like go back to sleep playlists is helpful. Mm -hmm. So I just like did that, right? I uh, made sure to be in bed relaxing and reading and like tried to wind down earlier in the day and all of that. So I I simplified if I were to like put it in one word, I simplified anything I could, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and meanwhile, I had a lot of clients this week. So that was tough because I had to like really give that my all, but that really took all the energy I had and everything else was just about ease. How can I make this easy? Right. Yeah. How about you? Yeah. And it's a good point that you bring up about you had clients, so you still had to perform. And I think that, uh, you know, everyone, we all have a job to do. And regardless of how we're feeling, we still are meant to show up and perform. You know, um, you know, for me, my job is physical. So when I show up and I'm leading a workout or a fitness, you know, class, then that's physical on my body. So what I do with that, you know, I teach classes with weights. I went super light with my weights. That's how I softened it for my body rather than going at the weight that I typically do. I mean, I went down by like 15 pounds of what I typically do and just let my body find ease with the movement because this is not the time for me to be exerting. It's the time to move. We want to keep moving, but not 
exert. Um, so because I, I couldn't cancel all that out and, you know, I have a responsibility to do that. Um, I had clients, you know, I was seeing your mom this week, so I had clients to show up for. So I, even though I didn't have much of an appetite, I did the same thing. I, I let it be less about one whole meal and snack and just keep a little something in as often as I could and, um, increase with like the electrolytes and replenishing with adding the salt to things. Um, just thinking about like, just trying to replenish my body from what the stress is peeling away from it. Cause I could feel it happening. I could feel totally the you nutrients. Know interesting yeah. about what you said. I actually found myself drinking a lot of electrolytes, like just intuitively. I like, so I would, I had one day where I think I did four servings of electrolytes, which, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of us need one to three. It depends what phase of life you're in, but I really was like, I need more, more yeah. and more. Yeah, for sure. Cause you're right. There's a lot of energy being spent in this yeah. fight or flight state. And so we, yeah. And then, um, as far as sleep goes, yeah, for me, there was some wakeful times and I have a pretty hard, fast rule that if I'm stuck awake, what I will not do is watch something. Cause I'm not going to, I don't want to stimulate my brain into thinking, Oh, we're awake now. I want it to still be a restful moment. So I, I can't remember where I found this information. It was a long time ago, but um, it was like, if you're having a hard time sleeping, um, resting still will count. It's not the same as sleep, but understand that laying there and closing your eyes and being restful is better than nothing. So you know, I used to work with someone who really never slept. She would get up and do laundry and do household tasks and, and watch a show and all of that. I'm like, but aren't you training your body to be up then? Like, let's teach it. Like, no, this is sleep time. Kind of like with a baby. I know you want to be up now. You're a little overstimulated, but, um, and so if I, if it did go beyond like what I could endure, you know, if it goes on beyond an hour, it's very frustrating. Then I put on yoga nidra. Um, and that for me, for anyone that doesn't know, it's called yogic sleep. Um, and it's usually just a simple voice and they say, whoever is speaking it out will say like, right, big toe, breathe in. It's very simple. They'll pause with the sensation. There's sometimes visualizations, but it's so very soothing and calming. And so I use that to help. Did it make me sleep better? No, but it did. It was an intentional, I'm going to continue to allow rest in this moment. Um, So those were things that I did. And then I will say that um, I teach a restorative class on Wednesday mornings. And that was when things shifted for me, like where I was like, oh, I'm feeling better. I don't feel this constant panic. Um. But that class alone, I intentionally put a lot of somatic movements in it, a lot of nervous system mm-hmm. soothing that I know um, help bring the, the, help stimulate the vagus nerve to try to transition back into that parasympathetic or rest and digest state. So I will say that, you know, that class was probably the most perfect thing to do at the time. Um, uh. Cause it can be hard if you're in that state, like your heart rate is up, everything's, 
it can be hard to be still. It actually is oh, yeah. like next to impossible. So someone that's in a high stress state, when you hear them say, I can't meditate, I can't sit still. I can't do yoga. It's too slow. I, you know, there's gentle movements that you can do to help bring it in. Even deep breathing is hard to find when you're in that state. So, um, so a lot of those somatic practices that, that we do in that, in that practice, but also outside of that, um, help bring my body back into a more, what I call regulated nervous system state. Yeah, absolutely. And I would say too, that one of the things our body really needs when we're pumping out those stress hormones is to move. Mm -hmm. So, because what happens is when you release stress hormones, your body, whether or not you're giving it fuel, you're actually going to send glucose and insulin out too. So blood sugar is going to elevate. It's very protective. It's like, think about it. Your body's like, we need to run from something. We need energy to do it. Mm -hmm. So one of the best things you can do, if you feel that kind of stress hormone increase, right? Like your palms get sweaty, your heart rate increases, you feel just a little uneasy moving, even if it's a little bit, it's very helpful rocking. So sometimes if I'm in bed and that happens, I'll just rock a little bit mm -hmm. and it really does help. So giving your body something to do, walk a few air squats even like a restorative where you're moving slowly or stretching slowly, but moving your body is really helpful. Yeah. And think of movements that you would do to soothe a, an upset baby, rocking, shifting the weight side to side. So gently side to side, gentle up and down a little bit of shaking. Shaking can be a really amazing, powerful nervous system reset. You notice an animal after it's done something will shake. So you can shake, mindfully shake the hands, shake the whole body in any way, gentle twisting, um, and then involving the eyes, look up, look down, look side to side, because the eyes inform the nervous system. You know, the eyes are not, um, part, you know, uh, what I saw recently is like, it's not that the eyes are informing the brain, the eyes are the brain. So they are part of your nervous system. So letting them look around, um, can also be helpful in that time. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I think to what I found, there was a little bit of surrender that had to happen mm -hmm. <laughs> for me. I'm just like, okay, this is how I feel. This is how it is right now. Like I, there may not be something to solve and fix in this red hot moment, you right. know, which we wanted, we're fixers. Right. And I think that might oh, be, God, a yeah a somewhat of a female thing. Yeah. A female energy is like, okay, let's, let's fix this. Maybe that's kind of masculine too. Interesting. I kind of, I don't know. Yeah. I also know you and I are both Virgos right. and that's very Virgo-y. Yeah. Like what's the problem? I got to fix yeah. it. So yeah, it's funny that. that you use the word surrender because I was thinking about this today and it makes me think of the card, the hanged man in the tarot. Mm -hmm which is about surrender. It's about that there are things that are out of our control. Um, and that when you come to a state of like, you're not fighting against it, fighting to control it and contain it, that you then become more spacious around it. And that's when a solution can more easily present itself versus like quickly. So like you said, kind of surrender. Okay. This is just where it is right now. Just let's deal with this in the moment. And a solution will prevent it present itself. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So what are you a yes for? <laughs> Good 
God, what am I a no for? No. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Listen, I'm a yes for accepting the fact that like we have these moments. We can't, no matter what our practices are, no matter how we view ourselves, like there are moments where we sink and uh, we we kind of jump into the shadow a bit and we face our own fears. And it's those moments that help us move past something. So I think just kind of accepting that and letting it be what it needs to be. And then knowing that you are, we are going to come out the other side. Yeah. I have a yes for like talking about this stuff because I sometimes think it's very isolating when you're feeling this way. And so talking about it with a friend, talking about it with a family member, just talking about it with someone. If you don't have somebody you feel like you can talk to writing about it, but I think like getting it out of just inside of your head and inside of your body is very helpful. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Where can folks find you? Hey, check me out on Instagram at Jen moves you, the letter U. And uh, my website is theelementsexperience.com. I highly recommend the restorative practice in there. It's called restorative elements. That is a nervous system soother like no other. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to try to do one this weekend. That sounds really good. Yeah. It's like, yeah. it's like, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. You'd have to do it. And then you'll, and then you'll be like, ah, <laughs> yes, yes. And I am at Marissa Faye wellness on TikTok, on Instagram. I just updated my website. So there's Yay. a brand new homepage, marissafay.com. I'm going to be updating more things associated with the website, but at least you can go there and find links to a lot of the top requested things. So I'm really, really glad about that. Awesome. All right, everyone. Thanks for being here. Take some deep breaths with us yes. in and out. And we all got this. We've got this. All right. Peace out. Mm -hmm.